Hey there, friends. Welcome back to another episode of For All the Lonely Souls. My name is Erica, and today's episode is to talk about an experience that happened to me today on Monday, November 11th. Yep, it's November 11th. Can't believe it's almost halfway through November. Time seems to always fly and slip through my fingers. But nonetheless, I went to Luna Bakery and Cafe on the east side of Cleveland today. I needed to get out of the house. I really was hoping to be in an environment where there's a lot of people working, lots of noise going around. I tend to do very well when I'm in my zone of reading or writing when I have other people seeming to do their own thing too. It kind of influences me to be productive in my own way. So today I went out, sat at this coffee shop for a couple of hours, and lots of things started to happen throughout the process of me being there. Uh, first thing, as I went in there to kind of start writing a little bit more of my book, um, I'm writing a personal book about me and my experiences in life and different lessons that I've learned through each one and how they can um, support you without any influence, but mostly to provide another outlook and support, a lot like these podcast episodes. Um, and also just meeting me in person, I'm the exact same way as I am on these podcast episodes. Uh, but just to deliver it in a written form for people who are book readers. So I've been working on this book for probably about the same amount of time that I've been working on this podcast. It's still a very new idea, but I'm in full belief that this is something that can additionally help support people just like you. And yeah, so I'm going through the flow of it. I was writing on some stuff this morning, um, and my topic was how it seriously can just be one moment that can change your life forever. And it can be something small. It doesn't have to be something huge necessarily. I always thought that these moments were large experiences where it's just completely life-changing. Your whole life flips upside down in an instant. Um, And in reality, those instances take a long time to decompress and understand. Yet for me today, um, this one instance was a very small one. So I was sitting there reading and um, there was a guy. His name was Kevin. He was sitting there eating lunch and reading a book on his own. Um, He looked very fancy, like he was coming from a work business thing. So Kevin, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate you having a chat with me, talking with me a little bit about what you are up to and um, vibing with me on everything we're talking about. So uh, we, I have always been really nervous to just stop what I'm doing and ask a stranger something about their life, whether it's about a book or what they're doing, or just to even say hi, especially as a woman saying that to a man. Um, it can usually come across as I'm single and I'm interested and I'm looking for someone to hang out with like that. Even as a married woman now, um, I'm still in my head about that sometimes, but you being a good human being, creating genuine conversation about whatever, because the other person might, you know, I have no idea what other people's mornings are like or day is like. You being in that moment with them in that exact experience can really flip someone's mindset and attitude for the rest of the day for each time that they pick up that book again, which I did. I asked him, you know, tell me a little bit about your book. I'm very curious. I always like to know what people are reading to see if it's something that I'm interested in and I can benefit from, and then also reflect it and benefit you guys on your end because sometimes your life is so busy, and I get that, and you might not always have time to read. I might not always have time to listen to audiobooks or connect with certain content that is available. However, I have that availability, which I'm very grateful for, and sharing, excuse me, and sharing it with you is something that I'm always striving to do. So I asked him, you know, tell me a little bit about this book. We were chatting for probably about 10 minutes. He's asking me what I was doing on my end, 
And nobody's really asked me that in person yet. I've told them, you know, I'm starting a podcast. I've started writing a book. But he was asking me, you know, what am I researching? And today I was looking up um, articles on loneliness in general and making friends as you get older. My father-in-law emailed me an article from the Washington Post about how some people are paying over $700 for certain get-togethers just to hang out with strangers Um, And he said, I don't really know how you'd feel about this if you would pay $700 to hang out with people you don't know, but let me know what you think. So I read the article, um, and then I read the comments. So if you have not really read comments from certain posts, you get a lot of different perspective, especially from long written form posts like the Washington Post or any other type of news platform, which news can be subjective and opinionated and I tend to not really go in that stream Um, it brings out a lot of my negativity and sadness and I get myself into a deep dark hole however over the past couple of months I've gotten a lot better about staying in my path focusing on what I know and if there's something I don't know but I really want to and I know it's going to benefit then I'm going to figure out a way to do that so uh, most of the stuff I talk about is from personal experience and growing through it And I was reading a lot of these comments that were coming through. Um, A lot of lonely people out there in general that seem to truly not have a connecting resource with genuine human beings. Some of the responses to this post were saying things like, it's so much easier for me now as an adult to make friends than it was for a kid, than it was for me as a kid. What on earth is wrong with all these other people? Perspective is the first thing. Some people honestly just have no idea what is going on in someone else's life. Some people truly lack empathy because they haven't been shown that in their own life. So how on earth are they supposed to emulate that for someone else? And then there were comments like, I moved to this location. I'm really depressed about it. I moved here for work, but I cannot seem to relate to anybody around me. I've gone to meetups. I've gone to events where I can meet new single people. I've lived here for a little while, and I just feel like I'm alone. So within all of these comments, I went into specific ones that I felt that I could relate with, and I dropped them a message. These messages are pretty long. They're anywhere between six to ten sentences, telling them a little bit about you know, how I really respect that they were so trustworthy on a platform like this to share their truth. And at the same time, I've created a podcast called For All the Lonely Souls. If you feel that this could benefit you, feel free to start listening. And I'm also looking for people who are interested in sharing a little bit about their story through their struggles or through friendships or changes in their life. And they feel that they have so much to share for alternative perspective with the rest of the world. That also goes out to you. So any listener who's here right now, who feels like, hey, I really have something that I need to get off my chest because I know I'll feel better about it, or I need someone to talk through things with, or I have some insight and I really want to share my perspective because who knows who's listening and it could help somebody. I'm looking for individuals to share their story, essentially, with the rest of the world. I already have two people who are going to jump in Uh, One of them, she's going to be talking about her life as a new mom, um, how being at home can sometimes create loneliness within um, because a lot of your other friends who aren't parents or aren't moms 
Um, they start to kind of separate themselves because your life changes so drastically and how things might turn out to be a certain way that you didn't expect. So that's going to be one. And then another one is for somebody who I used to go to elementary school, middle school, and high school with. Our paths recrossed through another mutual friend. And I haven't talked with her in person in so many years, but we're going to talk on the phone a little bit about some life challenges she's gone through, how she's coping with them, and where her life is now. I really think that that can benefit a lot of people besides just my story as well, too. So be on the lookout in the next couple of episodes to have some shared insight from additional real live people just like you who experience challenges in a various amount of ways that you truly can connect with. I also wanted to share one thing in particular that I was looking at. So I'm a huge book reader. If you have been following me online on Instagram for a while um, or have known me personally, I read every single day. I tend to pick books that are relevant to my life, whether it's through a fiction novel format or it is actual nonfiction that can break down the science or the understanding or the intuition behind what it is that we do and why we do things. So besides from books, I did a little bit of research about loneliness and making friends with adults as you get older. And I found an article through Psychology Today. It's a recent article from August 2019. So if you're looking for information in general, I know we heard this in school way back when, that you want to make sure that it's relevant information recently. Um, so try to stick within a year's time. I always try to stick within a six-month period, and if there's nothing on it, then I know that there's some information that can really benefit people who've been seeking this kind of information. So this is from a little while back within that six-month mark, um, and within that mark, there were a lot of important things that were mentioned. This article was called The Secret to Making Friends as an Adult. So here are some important things that I pinpointed out that I think can really benefit you. If you put yourself out there, you truly are more likely to make friends. It will not be every situation. You might be in a situation where you meet some new people and they just don't vibe with you or they have their own shit going on in their head and they truly cannot mentally be present for the exact experience that is right in front of them because that happens a lot. It happens with me from time to time and I'm learning to get better at it. But a lot of people, that tends to happen. So regardless of that, if you are going out of your way to truly build a relationship with people, putting yourself out there is the first thing to do. And with putting yourself out there, you have two main jobs, showing up as one of them and engaging with the people within that environment that you're put in. I went to a house party probably hmm, maybe September, October with two people that I didn't know. It was their house Jared had met them a while back from previous friends, and then they were on a plane together next to each other. Weird coincidence. But anywho, they reached out to Jared and said, hey, you guys want to come over? We're going to do like a house party. There's going to be about you know, 30, 40 people there. You guys should come. So we drove out there. Normally, I would have said, I don't want to go. I don't know anybody. It's going to be uncomfortable and awkward, and then I'll be in my head, and I don't know what to talk about. However, I've been working through this feeling of, insecurity and judgment and not fitting in to just be in the moment of it. So I showed up and I engaged with people while I was there. And it turns out that I enjoyed myself more than I could have thought. Side note, listen to this. One of my pups, I think, is dreaming about squirrels or chickens or turkeys which have been popping up in our backyard no joke so much lately just for hanging out not for eating for us 
(laughs) But seriously, showing up and engaging with people is the first thing. I always tell myself that when I wake up in the morning, the day of my meetup events, which it first started with me feeling anxious of, what if I don't go? No one will know. It's not a big deal. I don't really have that much to contribute. And I've had to learn over and over with every single event that by putting yourself out there and truly creating conversation, those two things help to establish stronger relationships and a lot more trust with people because you brought that to the table. Another thing that I learned from this article is that we're more in control of our social worlds than we really think. The more intentional we are about connecting with others, the more we can really benefit. Not just us, but the other person can benefit, people around can benefit, and people are watching. Even if it's just you having a conversation with another person, even if it's you in your own world with your headphones on and telling yourself how amazing you are and saying that you can show up, you can be there for other people, you know that you deserve great friends regardless of what's happened in your past because all you have is this moment right now for yourself. There are always people watching. There are people that are around looking for those like you who have confidence and can instill it within themselves to continue to become a better person. A final thing that I learned that I really, really, it's hit home with me. I have a huge star next to it in my notebook. I have huge brackets around it in different colors. Here's what it says. Our perception of the world around us depends on the actions we take to carve out space for ourselves to connect. You need time to connect with yourself. You need time to connect with family. You need time to connect with friends. When I say connect with yourself, that means doing things that make you happy. For me, that's reading, writing, yoga, spending time with my pups, going to coffee shops. I've always loved doing that. It's always been kind of one of my things. But those are things that resonate for me. Those are things that make me happy. I could do them for hours on end, forever and ever and ever, and seem to be the happiest person in the world. So carving out time for yourself to connect with yourself is really beneficial. Now, when I talk about family, um, that's a whole other segment because some families have a lot of barriers put up around them, which make it difficult for you to be your most comfortable, truest self. I get that. Other families are very intertwined and connected and thrive on having each other together. So if you have a family like that, where it is just full of love, lots of listening and support, then carving out time for yourself within that is very, very valuable. But you know, the other thing is with other people, it's so easy to talk yourself out of not going to hang out with people. It's easy to stay home and put Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu or whatever on. It's easy to Say, oh, I don't really feel like it. I'll just do this instead. It's really easy to stay in the same life that you are in, especially if you are not happy. Because it's all you know. It's comfortable. Going outside of your comfort zone can feel extremely intimidating, especially for somebody who was like me, which I'm getting better at. But someone who feels very anxious to get in front of people, to talk to people who says, what if, what if I say something wrong? What if I look at something different? What if I don't respond with the correct response? What if somebody laughs at me when I say something? All of these worries and concerns. So the more that you put yourself out there in front of people and your truest comfortable self, the easier it is to shut all of that negativity out of your head. It is just repetition and practice and trusting yourself that you've got it. And if some people just can't vibe with you, then fuck those people because there are so many fucking people in the world. 
the amount of people in your network versus how many people are in your city versus how many people are in your state versus how many people are in our world is immense. And I really believe that the internet, especially social media and platforms like this, where you get to have an opportunity to sit and listen with me, gives you a wider perspective of there's a lot of people in the world and there are some people who have it way worse than I do. What can I bring to the table to help support people that in turn help supports me too? There's always something to bring to the table. There's always a way to connect with other people. Give yourself the opportunity to succeed. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. It really, really, really is a pleasure to sit here and engage with you on a deeper level to connect about my truth and the findings that I come across on the process of becoming my best self. Wishing you well for the rest of your day today, whatever it is you're doing, wherever you are, and of course, wherever you're listening from, know that you matter, you truly are loved, and this world is a better place simply because you are here. Remember that you are needed. There's no one else like you on this planet. There will be no one else like you, and there never has been anybody like you. Speak your truth. Stand tall in what you believe in. And most importantly, love who you are. If you're vibing with this podcast and you haven't done so already, feel free to hit the follow button or subscribe button for whatever platform you're on. Stay tuned for more episodes that will be coming out several times a week. And of course, sending you lots of love. Take care. See you guys later. Bye.